welcome to Tabletop Transmissions. This is a podcast about tabletop role game, uh, <laughs> <laughs> tabletop role playing, uh, and being queer. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Liz, uh, and joining me tonight, as always, are my co-hosts. Hi, it is Cassie. And hello, it's Fran. Yeah, so almost had a flashback to doing call center work. Oh, no. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, was, I almost said my old call center greeting. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, 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 like, I was like, wait, no, that's not right. Oh, boy. I'm so sorry. Yeah, this, this, this whole thing has everybody just, you know, messed up six different directions. Oh, I, I have been twitchy as all hell. If you, you are listening to this in the hopeful future, because hopefully mm-hmm. there will be a future, we are still in the height of the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, uh, especially in the U.S., and we are on opposite sides of the coast. Fran and I are um, in the Seattle area, which if you learn your history, um, because hopefully there will be a future, was one of the hot spots. And uh, Liz is in uh, right near Washington, D.C., which I just read today in the Post, has trebled its um, its uh, um, diagnoses in the past uh, couple of days. So, yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and if you're listening in the not-so-hopeful future, just know this audio recording is a collectible item and you have six more to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so... Night City forever. <laughs> that being said, uh, yeah, it's been a week. Um, just trying to keep to keep sane. Uh, I've been playing a lot of video games, working on a new campaign I've been running online. And you all have gotten to play online as well. We yep. have. We, um, we managed to do it yesterday. We actually... Um, played a game online um it was my first time ever doing a game uh, actually being an online participant i we we are in a game that has one um and um there were some hitches (laughs) but uh we used um astral tabletop as Mm -hmm. um for the map which wound up being not the most useful thing but you know it's fine um and um and Discord for the voice, which wound up getting very confusing because um, um, I, I had to get it set up on my computer. It had only mm-hmm. been set up on my phone. And here is a tip, a tip to Discord uh, DMs, okay, who are using online tools uh, like Astral Tabletop or Roll20. Don't stream. Sarah, our, our DM, Fran's wife, was streaming. And she was streaming the DM view that she had <laughs> of 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 the map. Um, so I stopped looking at her stream. I was only looking at my view of the map. But but my wife Rebecca um, did 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 not and was like, wait, where's what's that monster there? And Sarah was like, wait, you're not supposed to be able to see. <laughs> oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then she stopped the stream. Uh, yeah. I also want to give a shout out here to the fact that my wife was able to participate. She has mm-hmm. been 
for several years due to migraines and other issues, unable to participate in games. This was literally her first game beyond a Halloween tournament, one of the Halloween tournaments that she's been able to participate in. So um, it was extremely frustrating for for her at first, um, for a reason that I'll go into in in a little Mm bit. (laughs) But she had a blast and is like, yes, I want to be, we need to do this with all the games. So she can (laughs) Yeah. yeah, like it sounds like I um, following her on Twitter. It sounds like she had a lot of fun. She did. Yeah, I was uh, so glad. Uh, we were just frustrated with the tool because um, we're used to playing tabletop, so uh, we don't we've never used D and D Beyond or anything like that to create a character. So our characters were all on paper. I helped her make it was her first fifth edition character. I helped her make it. Um, and our characters were on paper. So we get on Astral Tabletop, and they're like, put your character in. Mm-hmm. And like, wait, but we don't want to do that. We just want to play. <clears throat> and we were having so many problems with the character yeah. character editor. Um, yeah. Speaking so, of hints to tabletop DMs, um, actually, yeah, Liz, you were going to talk about the topic today? Yeah, so let me ask you this. Because I, 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 I saw that Astral Tabletop is because of the... Uh, uh, current uh current troubles mm-hmm. uh, to make it sound free, more like we're in northern ireland yeah it's free for two months yeah for dms mm-hmm. um which is why we went with it rather than yeah. roll 20 which you which dm still to get dm tools you still have to pay 50 bucks um which is they not don't. bad i mean some you do like, okay so i want to talk about i want to talk about roll 20 in a little bit because that's the one i use the most mm. yeah mm-hmm. We're going to be um, using that next on uh, next Saturday for another friends game. Um, I got to say, I think other than once we once you start to get it figured out, and if your DM doesn't need to have all your information in there, because it shouldn't be required, um, once you start getting it figured out, it, it's it's a remarkably decent tool. Um, Sarah was able to do quite a bit with it, um, including. Um, uh, bringing up haystacks from nowhere to act as barriers, barricades, mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, like little graphic haystacks. It was kind of funny. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's just the, the character, uh, if you can import your character like Fran did, uh, and <clears throat> that's ideal. Um, actually, I, I couldn't. Oh, so. good. What, what yeah. was your experience? Um, I uh, the The first game that we were in um, I'm still not entirely sure how it worked, but my my character did. Uh, there was some way of getting it through from uh, D&D Beyond, so I created the character there and then migrated it over. But um, uh, I can't remember how we did it, and I'm wondering if maybe it was something that they were trying out and went nope, too buggy, and actually pulled out of the product. So I had to hand copy over my notes to enter everything in. But I have the lucky experience of having already played fairly regularly in the system so i have a better idea of of which uh you know i at least have an idea of i know it can do this which makes a big difference so that's something that i i'm kind of that's something that i have strayed away from with with fifth edition as far as Mm. digital tools goes Mm -hmm. um fourth i get hang on so if you're playing at home get ready (laughs) Uh, i'm about to apologize for fourth edition (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, yep. fourth edition 
no matter whatever else you think about it, had fantastic online tools. Oh, well, yeah, that it, that's specifically what it was built to be used with. I mean, that's one of the problems some people had with it is that they really wanted you to buy the books and use the online tools. Um, yeah, and well, that's another argument. That is another how, argument. How are you supposed to play World of Warcraft without being online? <laughs> I'm sorry, Liz. <laughs> no, I am fully aware of the of the issues with that system. Um, and I I recognize that it definitely had some some very good points. I I should point that out as well. Most of the good points were brought over to into fifth edition, I believe. I don't. Well, the problem with the fifth edition tools is they've been. Th- they're, they're, they have gone through so many different freaking versions. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was kind of into it at first, and then there was the initial trials. I think what what currently the form currently the D D Beyond is mm-hmm. um, is way different than what it was originally supposed to be. Mm. I don't know. Fifth edition for me is so simple. I don't need online tools. Yeah, I would agree. And, and if I'm going to play fourth edition, which I still do on occasion, um, there are there are a ton of open source character generators. Mm-hmm. It's just it's not, it's not it's just not fucking worth it. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only I've, I've never used Beyond. The only reason that I've seen people use Beyond is to be able to make their characters and have them on their tablet. Yeah, uh, although I was, again. Again, I know that they can be imported into Roll20. Um, and that makes life easier for people who are, some people who are playing Roll20. Um, I think in Astral, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Astral is the um, drive through RPG. That's their, yeah. mm-hmm. that's their thing, right? Oh, it wasn't, I did yep. not know that. Okay. Yeah, so a lot of the content you can buy on uh, DriveThru, you can um, uh, port over to your Astral games, which oh, that's is definitely cool. a handy thing. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it sounds like what Sarah did, it was, um, she kind of used the tool, not maybe not to its fullest, but she made use, did she like pull up battle maps and that kind of thing, or did she like yeah, draw them yeah, herself? And- and she also had us, and she, I mean, she also, well, she helped me. I think everybody else did it on their own. Um, had us enter things like AC and hit points and stuff like that. We didn't bother with stuff like um, attributes or skills or anything because we can just do that ourselves. Um, and I didn't use the the dice rolling tool on there. I actually physical dice because that feels better to me. <laughs> That so that okay so that's actually a weird a weird thing I kind of want to talk about real quick. Mm-hmm. So it they do to me too. I mean I've got I've actually got my dice sitting on the desk from when I was playing on Thursday night. I've got them down here. I've constructed a nice little dice temple. Of course, of course. Um, uh, the D four is of course being worshipped. Um. <laughs> Well, it is but, the most dangerous. It is. It is. It, they're, they're caltrops. Mm-hmm. They are. They're, uh, they're not quite as dangerous as Lego pieces, but they, they're they're nearly that bad. They are if you whittle the if you whittle one end down, 
and then lose that one and then lose it. <laughs> so hear me out. I don't okay. remember why I did it, but I did Wait, do this. Wait, did this? I did, I did it in college. I don't remember mm-hmm. why I did it, but I remember losing it in the apartment thinking, ah, oh, it'll turn up. There was <laughs> a perfectly legitimate reason. Two days later, I am walking around barefoot. Uh, and, uh, and it turned up? Turned up, and two stitches later. Oh, <laughs> wow. Like, they pulled it out of my foot, and they're like, well. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an interesting scar and an interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, my roommate, my roommate at the time ran out and was like, <laughs> what, what, what are you doing? What's wrong? Why are you yelling? <laughs> I put my foot up because there's a D4 in me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all I could well, think it does, did, did it do, did it, it does 1D4 damage. So what, what did you roll? Actually, uh, all I could think it was a one. It was what was mm-hmm. inside of me. Uh, all I could think about was, huh, this is the most damage a D4 has ever done. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, I'm I'm at my quippiest when I'm in shock. I discover. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, so I like rolling dice. Me too. Um, but uh, most people. It seems like the people I was pl- I, I play with, uh, they tend to prefer rolling in the virtual roller, which I'm okay with. I I, I get why. It, you know, it, everybody can see it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like I'm like uh, we're we're all adults. Like mm-hmm. I trust everyone to tell me what you rolled. And there's a tactile yeah. sensation that you can't discount. I mean, Fran years ago actually made a um, random uh, rolling thing in Excel. Well, there was a good reason As for I... that. <clears throat> yes, there was. We were playing in a Gestalt D&D camp, a Gestalt epic campaign, I should say. So we were playing Gestalt D&D characters, which means you get all of the best attributes of of uh, two classes at each level. <clears throat> and we were playing gods. And I, I'd like you to know my heart physically is hurting <laughs> hearing the words you're saying. But no, go on. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, it was it was like being it was like playing classic uh plastic classic West End games Star Wars, but you were always force pointing, and the worst thing was our characters could change size, and all kinds of other stuff, which meant that strength and the the dice of the weapons would go up and down and all over the place, and I was just like I just I I I have too much ADD for this, <laughs> and so. I wrote a tool in Excel that, like, I would set what my size was, I would set my what my weapon size was, because they could change separately, and then whether I was doing a sneak attack, and then just press a button and find out how many hundred points of damage I had I, done. I'm going to add that um, the Dungeon Master did not approve of this and needed to be seriously mm-hmm. talked into it. We yeah. we we. We all thought it was a little dubious, not because we thought you were cheating, just because we thought it was a little dubious. Because, again, this was 10 years ago, and um, 
random number generators were like, eh? Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a hell, yes, we are. <laughs> it was a hell of we're gamers. <laughs> of course we're superstitious fools. It was a hell of a campaign. I mean, it was it was. I mean, I was the most normal of the characters. Um, mm-hmm. It was I was uh, just this guy, you know. Uh, and it, it was a hell of a campaign. But so Fran had made that. So I've been used to the idea of virtual rolling for a decade. But I just find that it's not for me. And as long as the DM is okay with or the GM is okay with that, I don't care if other people use it. I mean, uh, Fran, you were using virtual yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas as Sarah just kept giggling every time she would hear the clack of dice over disc. <laughs> Court. I love the fact that I could hear the clack of dice far distant and then the clack of dice over Discord when mm-hmm. the was rolling. What? She, hey, you know, upstairs and I was downstairs. We're uh, we're about to do some ASMR. Oh good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. The clump on the table was very satisfying. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We have we, we have this nice leather kind of um, mm. I don't know desk surface thing. Mm. It makes rolling on it very satisfying. Yeah, it sounds like it's it does. called a blotter. It's called blotter. That's the word. Thank you. Oh, I just blew out our levels. Oops. I'll fix. I'll fix that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so it, 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 it was interesting. It went pretty well. Um, again, once we got the bugs worked out of the system, I think, and, that... well, I should say once we, got, once we got the bugs worked out of the system sufficiently for us, um, cause we didn't have the full experience because our characters were not fully in the tool. So, and that, so that's, yeah, that's another thing. Um, if you are playing, first of all, if you are playing the game supported by one of these online tools uh i'll be like i play a lot of indie stuff mm-hmm. yeah that is, that is not like, like yeah okay you could take a look at astral because it has a lot of different things in it yeah and oh, and uh, i will point out it's it's very uh customizable um there's literally a um it uses um uh, uh markup to uh to format things and it literally has a um it has a uh scripting driven um uh oh crap i'm not on the right laptop to open up the file sorry uh, about bear, that. bear in mind uh several humanities degrees uh okay i got it i i i only have the one but yeah not I don't Everyone know. else in the room is just blinking at me. I got it. <laughs> no, no, no. I've lived around computer science and computer mm-hmm. people long enough to know what you're talking about, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. But basically, it it should be possible to monkey up character sheets for um, uh, pretty much any game that you wanted to put into this system. So well, so that's the other part of it. Like I'm, uh, this this might surprise folks who uh, who follow us closely <laughs> and know about our release schedule. Uh, I'm kind of lazy. <laughs> um, There's no such thing as lazy. Okay, I'm very low energy. 
That's <laughs> that's a better word to use. Mm-hmm. I like uh, that. I I minimal like I so the way I use virtual tabletops I think is I, I don't know I, maybe it is different than how other folk could do it or maybe well, how they're sense. meant to be used. But I like uh, what I like about Roll Twenty is it has di- its native dice rolling features. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know anyone who uses Roll Twenty, who uses the audio and video part of it. Mm. Everyone else I know just uses Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is another thing we, we discovered that um, the the Astral Tabletop does not have an audio thing, which Rebecca, which Rebecca, which Sarah thought it it did. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, Discord. I I really think. If doing the audio or video part of it discord is the way to go or zoom or mm-hmm. skype yeah. Nothing yeah else other than the native tools of like roll 20 i had actually suggested skype to sarah because um i was resistant to because i have skype right here and i was resistant to futzing mm-hmm. around and getting discord on there and blah 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 figuring it out and blah 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 um it turned out to be very user-friendly because I've never done a Discord voice call before. Yeah. If if Discord would let me record, mm-hmm. we would be using Discord. Oh. <laughs> but it yeah. doesn't. That's why we use Skype. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it's um. So yeah. I mean, now that I have it on there, uh, um, <laughs> I suppose I should think about getting online more often because you know I have so <laughs> many. I know so many damn people who have, who use Discord and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I was going to say in in terms of a little bit more formal conversation on the on the the merits of uh all the stuff that we're talking about um one thing I would suggest to DMs uh if you're trying to get a tabletop game going is um pick up each of the tools Start out by testing them out separately before you get everybody together and then testing them together before you get everybody together. Um, Also, make clear the list of who's going to need what and for what, because it's it it feels like, you know, some of the stuff it's like, oh, yeah, it's really nicely packaged up, but uh, it's never all going to work right all at the all at the same time. You're going to you're going to end up having to monkey around with stuff. So. Spend some time uh, uh, front-loading that process to avoid cutting into gaming time because you don't have to do that all together. You can each kind of mess around with it separately. Yeah, the first 45 minutes of the game, I would say, um, were us getting ready to play the game. Yeah, that's about Uh, accurate. Which, you know, is not that much of a difference between um <laughs> in-person tabletop because the first 45 minutes of the game tends to be hey how you doing oh good yeah. we got lunch hey okay let's chat yeah, um who's got my sprite <laughs> <laughs> is there any mountain dew um <laughs> oh <laughs> sorry i'm sorry i'm just thinking i'm thinking about mountain dew no i'm good <laughs> uh yeah so along with the rest of that (laughs) and i i think i so back to back to what i was saying um i think one of the reasons like so my approach is i'm very minimalist i don't like fussing with things Mm -hmm. um 
I'm very much a theater of the mind kind of uh, kind of game master. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I've had I can I've had to kind of adjust, and I'm I'm starting to see things in a slightly different way. But with particularly with uh, playing with Jess, mm. I'm starting to see more of the benefits of maybe not going full out uh, battle mat and things. Mm-hmm. But having visual representation. So what I what I like the most about Roll Twenty is that it gives me a grid background mm. and a brush tool, and mm. I will sketch out what an area looks like real quick. Yeah, that's literally how I would do it at the table. Yep. Yeah, it gives you a chance to sort of create a visual reference, basically. Mm. Yeah, and, and I I don't. I, I just that's how I'm, and there are if that's all you want to do like for me that's mm-hmm. all I need yeah and it works fantastic and that's why like the free tools work wonderfully because I don't need much mm-hmm. uh, I I I had skeletons be everything from orcs to an arc mage mm-hmm. <laughs> um but I. I yeah. If I, it's I not it, you, you should be shooting at it. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. The, in my original in my my D&D game, uh the the phrase, "Hey, what's that skeleton supposed to be this time?" <laughs> uh was not a it was not an uncommon thing. Um yep. And that's not again, that's not unusual around an actual t- tabletop when you're using miniatures to be something they're not. Which yeah. uh, we have done plenty of times. Now that's not to say um, I don't appreciate the tools that Roll Twenty gives. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, and I'm talking specifically about Roll Twenty, but I'm sure Astral and some of the others do this. But like if you want to put in that effort to set up maps ahead of times, have tokens and miniatures ready, have like custom lighting effects and fog mm-hmm. of war. That can go. That can be. That can be wonderfully immersive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I don't want like. That's what scared me away from using virtual tabletop stuff for the longest uh, time. Mm-hmm. Because I thought I had to do that, and it's like no, I I don't. Yep. It's. I don't know. I guess. I guess my point is. I'm not sure what my point is, but no, it makes sense to me, you know, yeah. use the tools for what you need them for, not what the tool says it's for. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of think I was actually thinking about this the other day and I was watching, um, I was watching a stream, um, uh, the encounter, the, the folks over at encounter Roleplay. Do either of you watch them? No, uh, they're no, pretty I, good. I, I... Let's take a head. I was just gonna say um, I have watched exactly one Twitch stream stream <laughs> in my life, which was on Friday, and we can talk about that later. <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, no, I watch. I, I I don't watch them live. Generally, I'll watch them when they're published, and I'll I'll put them on for background stuff. Mm. Um, but I was watching um, Encounter Roleplay. They're doing a new uh, Star Trek. Uh, uh, let's play. So I've been watching that. 
and uh, like they're, the way they are using uh, virtual tabletop stuff, or, and have used it in the past, like they go really in depth with it, mm. and it's it's almost like what I call the the Matt Mercer effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not a part of Encounter Roleplay, but it's it's that. I think I think a lot of game masters sometimes get into their heads. They need to have these slick production values. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I I don't think that's true. I think if you're doing if, even if you're like if you're maybe if you're putting out something like a professional product, yeah, you want it to look good. But if it's just for your home game, it just needs to be functional. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Does that does that make sense? Oh, it makes absolute yeah. sense. Well, and the reason I call it the Matt Mercer effect is because, uh, like, we, like, you know, people that are like, uh, you, you, you watch Matt Mercer on Critical Role. I've, I've, I yeah, have never what I know Critical of. You know nope. of him, okay. Yes. Like, he is an amazing game master. He does amazing voices and, and has really slick production value. But he's also got a media company behind him, and he's a trained voice actor. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are those are things I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I have a, I have a question actually. I, I have an uh, okay, that's good. Maybe they'll match. Um, if you're doing a, a um, theater of the mind uh, game, is a virtual desktop necessary at all? Um, yes and no. Okay. Uh, um, so. If you would have asked me a year ago, I would have said, no, it's not at all. Um, however, um, playing with, with, with Jess in particular and in, in, uh, in regards to other folks who, who are neurodivergent, who don't see things the way I do, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean... So, so fun, fun mental health history here. I'm autistic. Um, I can mm. very easily slip inside my own head. Yeah, aren't 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 we all? Yeah. In some fashion, in this podcast, I suspect. Are we? Fact, I don't. I haven't got. I mean, any, I'll I'll trust y'all, but I've 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 never had a, a, a diagnosis, but um, I am. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I'm 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 diagnosed. It was okay. Yeah. Um. So back, back, like, back I, when I was a kid, I back when I was a kid, they just called me um, developmentally different and things like that um, because mm-hmm. they didn't use the A word unless you were, you know, non communicative and things like that. So um, I never got a um, diagnosis, but my mother's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't diagnosed until college. Oh, I see. It's like I went into my psychiatrist and he was like, I'd like to, um, I'd like to, to, to do a couple tests with you. <laughs> it's like, okay. So a week later, he's like, oh, guess what? You're autistic. <sighs> what am I supposed to do with this? He's <laughs> like, eh, I don't know. Well, apparently not donate organs. Um, <laughs> huh? What? Yeah, apparently that's a thing. I don't know why. People don't want autistic yeah. organs? I don't know why. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Hmm. I've never heard that one, but uh, yeah. does not surprise me. But no. anyway, 
Um, anyway, so back to what I was saying. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Um, so, like I said, it's very easy for me to slip inside my own head. Mm, uh, yeah. I, I mean, that's why I can lose myself in books. I, I can just exist in those places. Yeah. Um, but for someone like, like Jess, uh, for those who don't know, that's my partner. Um, she, she has ADHD. <laughs> she has ADHD and, um, it's very hard for her to focus. She needs visual representation, even if it's just where are people in the room mm-hmm. that mm. can, that can yeah. mean the world to her. Yeah. And I never thought of that before we played together and she, mm-hmm. and we were kind of, and we were kind of doing like an after action after her first real role playing game. And she's like, yeah, uh, so that's a thing. Yeah. And so, so that's why I start. I got a battle mat and we started doing that. And, and yeah, so pretty much I just use it like I would on the table. I, I use mm-hmm. it like a dry erase board. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, I mean, cause if, I mean, I am very much theater of the mind. I'm very much not a, uh, we want to do this tactically. Let's set miniatures out, things like that, which mm-hmm. drives Sarah's fucking nuts. Because um, she she is very, very tactical, very yeah. much like let's miniatures on the table, which is one of the reasons why I liked 5th edition. One of the many reasons why I liked 5th edition a lot, because in three, 3rd edition and 3.5, of course, they made that a requirement. Mm-hmm. Whereas in fifth edition, they, they tried to back away from it, which was nice. Um, probably because fourth edition went a little overboard. But um, so we would fair. always have, fair. yeah, we would always have arguments about this, about theater of the mind. Um, and uh, the few times I've run games, um, I've I've had to do it, and it, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out whether I could handle the. GMing or GMing on a virtual uh, tabletop with uh, figuring out the tools and mm. things like that. And, and, yeah, and that's been kind of the biggest leap. But for me, when I realized, oh, I can use this just like I do at home, that was a huge kind of um, mental block that, that got removed. Mm. It was like, oh, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. Um, overall, I think, as I, as I think about it, I think, I mean, I prefer in-person playing. Oh, yeah. But there's yeah. a certain yeah. appeal to to online play. Yeah, well, you can play with people, with friends from all over the country, people all over the world, like um, uh, our friend Jennifer, who is a guest. On, on uh, tabletop transmissions, mm-hmm. might wind up being able to join in, which would be fa- fantastic. Um, yeah. I know she was talking about it before. I don't know if Sarah's going to invite her or not. But... Uh, yeah, no, the uh, the schedule didn't quite work out this last time. But yeah, but I mean, we're and that's the other thing. We're doing it again. We're mm-hmm. uh, we're keeping the characters. We're starting a little mini. We're going to start a little mini campaign. Yeah. We just had a great time, possibly because we could talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, couldn't see each other, but we could talk to each other. Certainly well, didn't hurt. 
and that's another thing. Like you could do if you wanted to do voice cam or um, voice cam. Um, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? What's the word I'm looking for? Video. <laughs> that's the word. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to do video, you can. Yeah. Um, hey, Rebecca doesn't have a webcam on her monitor, so mm-hmm. um, so video is not is not helpful for her. Uh, I mean, and, that, but, and that's the thing. Like, I don't because. Uh, my dysphoria is very carefully managed. Mm. Uh, so it's like, oh, all right, all right, let's, uh, let's, let's, <laughs> let's not do that. Um, I, but I understand for, for all the web conferencing I've been doing on zoom all the, this whole couple of weeks, however long it's been, God, God, um, I've been, I've had the camera off the whole time. Yeah. Mm. Because I'm like, yeah. wait, I didn't shave this morning. No, there's no, mm-hmm. no way. I can't, I can't, I can't take Maya outside without shaving. That, yeah. mm-hmm. like, I, like, Maya, Maya, fortunately, has learned to be patient when I get up. Oh, poor she, she knows I have to, <laughs> mm-hmm. she knows, it's like, all right, you know, mommy's got to go take a shower and get cleaned yeah. up before she can feel ready to deal with the outside mm-hmm. world. Yeah. Uh, and and may I say, uh, since you posted that picture, that you do in fact look very cute today. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> uh, so I, I think I think um, I think we've dropped uh, to the top. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, overall, though, I like I like virtual tabletops. I like playing online. It gives me I can I can play in a lot of different games. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm running a game right now that I didn't think I would ever get to run in person yeah how's it how is octung cthulhu going uh, it's really fun uh the so for those that don't know octung cthulhu uh again uh for those at home liz is talking about cthulhu so real sorry about those livers yep take a drink um anyway um it's so it's world war Two. Uh, it's World War II Cthulhu. You are kind of the default assumption is you are British uh, British intelligence or, or allied military, uh, part of a group known as uh, Section M <laughs> for Mythos. Mm. <laughs> nice. Um, Section M that is that is dealing with the Nazi occult threat. The, the Nazis have two different branches of occult studies. Uh, they've got a group called the Black Sun, and uh, what's the other one? Munchenwuffen. Mm-hmm. I, 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 so one of them's like evil sorcerers, and the other's like Atlantean crystals, mm-hmm. like technology based. Okay. Um, so you can you know, so you're you're up against like. Uh, Nazi super science. Mm. Mm. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, my my current my current characters are uh, a cell uh, in 1939, so before the war starts, mm. before anyone really knows that the Nazis are using uh, occult stuff. Well, the war started. It just hasn't started for the U.S. It hasn't started for the U.S. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Before yeah, before before the um. Yeah, before for the U.S. for the the British get involved. Uh, so anyway, so British intelligence—they're in Vienna, 
uh, and they've been roped into a murder investigation. It's like if Casablanca met Cthulhu met mm -hmm. uh, whatever else. Uh, but it's very pulpy because I'm running it with Savage Worlds. Because mm -hmm. mm. uh, Axon Cthulhu comes in two modes of play. Right. I think we talked about that last year, last week. Yeah, you can either yeah. do Savage Worlds for more pulp or uh, Call of Cthulhu for, uh, you know, kind of more standard Cthulhu action. Mm -hmm. uh, I like pulp, so here we are. <laughs> uh, weirdly enough, I don't like it in my orange juice. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so yeah, um, um, it, it, so it's it's going good. Um, playing a bunch of uh, with a bunch of queer folk who are self quarantining. Yep. So yeah, who doesn't want to punch Nazis? Oh damn right. Uh, anyway. Uh, sorry, my brain is a little disjointed. It's been a long day. Yeah. Dude, all of us are in the same position. So so yeah so Brian and I are going to be. Uh, trying roll 20 out um, on Saturday um, because our friend has been using it for, for the entire almost our the entire campaign he's running because um, one of his one of our players moved to central Washington mm -hmm. um, so she's been skyping in and skype and roll 20 in in the whole time it's just gonna be interesting because of course I've never done it um, Fran have you used roll 20 before um, yeah, it's been a little while, but, uh, for, um, I think Dean's game, we've done it a couple of times when not everybody could be together. Ah, okay. Well, I mean, but you, <clears throat> you've done it, not, not been sitting around mm -hmm. the table and what, looking at, looking at someone's screen. You've yeah, actually done I, it? Yeah, okay. I have in fact done it. Oh, okay. Because normally all I've done is looked at a big giant TV screen and, uh, I've been sitting around a table with most of the rest mm -hmm. of the people. Yep. So it, it, it should be fun, I hope. Um, um, Astral is pretty good, good. And there are other tools out there as well. Uh, I'm just not familiar with any of them. There, there are. Um, the, the, uh, the, the two other big ones that I know of are Fantasy Grounds mm -hmm. and um, uh, Tabletop Simulator. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember you talking about Tabletop Simulator last week, actually. Yeah. Uh, to me, Tabletop Simulator is fun, because if you kind of want that feel of being around a table, you you can mm -hmm. do that there. Um, and Fantasy Grounds, I really don't know much about. I have seen it. I know it's like 10 bucks right now. So if you're interested and you've got ten bucks to spare, maybe pick it up. But the only All problem, the only problem with those, is your players need to have those tools as well. Yeah. And fantasy, and the reason I like Roll Twenty, it's free. Yeah, for players it's free. For players mm -hmm. it's free. For and for the way I game yeah. master, it's free for me too. Okay. Oh, interesting. I I literally just use, I use it like a dry erase board. Because mm, mm -hmm. it, it sure ain't free if you actually want to get the full DM suite. No, it's not. Um, as, as I said, but, but it's a 
fifty bucks apparently. Um, but um, is that a month or is that for friend or is that for good? Uh, that's a good question. I've got it pulled up. Let me look at it real quick. I guess month or year probably. Yeah, because I mean Sarah looked into it. Uh, let's see here. Roll twenty marketplace. Uh, it's not. It's not the most. It's important. not. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, if you want, if you want to spend more money on it, you can. You can get um some stuff that can enhance your game, but it's not. It's not necessary. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm. So, um, I think overall, I know my opinion of uh, of virtual tabletops is I, I like them. I prefer in person, but I think the benefits outweigh the awkwardness sometimes. Mm. Yeah. You just got to know. And, and Let's check ahead. I was just going to say, and we are um, gaming in the time of the coronavirus. So, um, yeah. do what we have to do. That's going to be a movie. I, I use I use that I use that as the tagline for our last episode on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gabriel Garbus Marquez is rolling in his grave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quick, someone wrap him in magnets. Renewable energy. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi, Liz. How you doing? <laughs> Uh, yeah virtual virtual tabletops are good um if you can't get together and they're good if you have people in far-flung areas of the country and a game together yep or with some sort of other accessibility needs true very true Mm -hmm. uh so on that note fran what have you been into this week Oh, well, you know, you're going to laugh, but um, uh, I have been trying and trying for two and a half years now, maybe longer, to get Sarah to read the October Day books. And so (laughs) now I'm just reading them to her at night. And so we're uh, about two thirds, maybe three quarters of the way through Rosemary and Rue. Which is the first book? Yeah, and um, I'm having lots of fun, and Sarah keeps on taking guesses about who Toby is going to end up with, and I keep going, yes, well, that could be interesting, couldn't it? And and otherwise playing coy. So, so how many pillows has she thrown at you? Uh, just three. Okay, so far. that's that's pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, we're we've been uh, we've been having a lot of fun with that, and then um, also on audiobook, um, I. I finally broke down and uh, actually downloaded a couple of Ian M. Banks books that I literally can't get the audiobooks for. Um, like I looked online for instructions and people were trying to figure out how to use VPN to get into British media sites to pay for them. And the conclusion is that you just can't. But um, I I really miss uh, Mr. Banks and his culture universe. And it's been... 
it's been really good to get to go back and visit a couple of stories that I haven't had a chance to hear for a long time. I, I uh, listened through Accession, which is one of my favorites, and now I'm in the process of going through Look to Windward, which is another one that um, that uh, I found deeply moving. So, so that's me for this week. Nice, very nice. Cassie, what are you, what are you up to? Well, how so, have you been uh, keeping sane? Yeah, well, I I don't know as this has been helping me keep sane, <laughs> but um, I um I, I I'm gonna make another plug for supporting your local comics or game store Hell in yeah. this trying time. Um, I uh, what? Uh, so I'm sorry. Oh. I uh, sneezed and I stifled oh. it, and then I just automatically said, "Excuse me." Okay. Um, I um I dropped a bunch of money at uh, um my uh comic the comic Yay. book store I generally go to, which which is a nonprofit. So I mm-hmm. felt you know good about that too. And one of the ways I dropped a bunch of money is um by buying some books. Um, I bought the first two volumes of the Omnibus Collections of uh, Grant Morrison and Richard Case's run on Doom Patrol from the very late 80s and into mm-hmm. the 90s. And so as a palate cleanser between um, uh, reading Hilary Mantel's Bring Up the Bodies and reading her brand new The Mirror and the Light, which I started today, yay! Um, mm-hmm. I read the first volume, which is the first 15 issues of their Doom Patrol, and holy crap! Um <laughs> It, it is it is better than I, I haven't read these for probably a couple of decades. Um, it is better than I remembered it. It is still very, very it's still not an easy read. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I'm incredibly, incredibly impressed with. And I talked to people on Twitter, a few people on Twitter about it, too, because, of course, I don't. Being a singlet, I don't have any direct experience. Mm. It is um, Morrison's treatment of the character who um, is, uh, and this is a, a content warning, it's an ableist slur, a character named Crazy Jane, who is a uh, woman with um, a dissociative identity disorder. Mm. Um, and as far as anyone has been able to catalog as of the beginning of the series she has 64 individual people um 64 individual people in her Hmm. and um uh, and it's trauma not all did is trauma induced this is trauma induced and of course each one thanks to a gene bomb thanks to the invasion event in dc in the 1980s each one is a separate um but his treatment of of DID is for 1989 absolutely incredible. I was talking to pl- some plural people online, and they were yeah, that's pretty. That's I mean, it's not you know, it's very simplified, um, and, and not every. It's not obviously it's different for for everybody, but it's it's a fairly accurate representation, which I found to be very interesting. Interesting. And there is an issue where Jane is shut down and, and robot man Cliff Steele has to go inside her mind to try and help her from uh, – um, try and help her from, from basically dying mm. and it is harrowing. 
Um, huh. Because again, she's trauma. It's a trauma induced um, original with an original traumatic event induced DID. And it is, it's, it's a difficult read, but I'm really glad I'm rereading it. Um, and uh, there are three volumes total. They're probably still available um, from DC Comics and uh, and support your local comics and game stores. Yeah, can't can't really agree with that more. If you're one of the folks who, you know, maybe you've got a little bit more ability to get out, uh, you, you know, do what you can. And um, it's important to note this because you can contact them. Um, our comic store, friends in my comic store is doing both mail order and curbside pickup. Um, give you the details about the mail order later if you want. And I'm sure other game stores and other comic stores are willing to do that kind of thing as well. Um, so check. I know, I know you my, know? I know my local comic store is doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the only way they're going to survive this. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, with conventions getting which are sources of income getting canceled left yeah. and right um, is is if people keep on doing their buying their regular stuff and maybe buy a little bit more if they can yeah. um, and obviously for people who can afford it if you're being economically da- damaged by coronavirus I'm not going to give you any guilt for stopping buying comics because it is a luxury yeah um the other things I wanted to talk about, or uh, I wanted to plug some stuff, if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. So a couple weeks ago, we had a guest on, um, Ruby, who uh, had written a game called Ascendancy. Um, the mm-hmm. Kickstarter is still going on. As of today, right as I'm speaking, it has exactly 14 days to go. Um, obviously, when you hear this, it will have less. Um they, they they have not made their goal. Um, they have about oh, bummer. forty-seven hundred to go, um, and um, it would be absolutely fantastic if uh, if people could take a look at that. If, and if you're interested, go back and listen to that episode if you haven't, because the game sounds absolutely fantastic. I am down for a physical copy if the Kickstarter. Um, succeeds and I would recommend you back that too yeah. and the other thing that yeah the other thing that I wanted to plug is actually technically a Fran type plug which <laughs> is um, the one and only Twitch stream I have ever watched um, Fran's wife Sarah is um, currently going to be doing is currently doing last Friday was the first one a Twitch stream about um, the lore of the Scarred Lands Fran and I have talked a lot about the Scarred Lands um, it's called the Scarred Lands, the lore you know, um, and the lore you should know, the lore you should know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's um, the first ep- the first episode was a lot of fun, um, mainly because it was the first time I'd seen and heard Sarah in weeks, weeks. <laughs> um, and uh, and so um, I don't have the Twitch info, but I know Fran can get it, um, mm-hmm. put it in the show notes. But um, I. I highly recommend that too. Yep. Much nerdity. Yes. Uh, I um, guess it's my... What are you into to this week? 
Yeah. Well, I have been I have been playing a lot of video games. Uh huh. Um, primarily because, like I said earlier, because I'm i I've got a compromised immune system. Yeah. I can't. I just can't go out. Um. The best I can do is the pharmacy drive-through. Yeah. But uh, I have been playing um, Kingdom Hearts. I know I talked about it last week. I'm shocked. I know, <laughs> uh, but I'm still playing Kingdom Hearts. I, I have recently, I have just beaten uh, Birth by Sleep, which was the mm. PSP game. Yep. Um, I have moved on to Dream Drop Distance, which is the uh, uh, 3DS game. Wow. I don't understand... I don't understand. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you're I, you're probably not going to. My, I I I I just I just I want to. My I <laughs> I don't. It's, I don't. It's pretty baffling from what I recall. I so I've taken a bit of a break. Um, I'm playing Final Fantasy 15, which is also fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm listening to. 9th, 10th October Day book. <laughs> uh, it's a red rose chain. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, um, we gotta talk. We gotta talk after the show because <laughs> I need, I need, I need to know. I need to know my new favorite good boy is gonna be okay. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. he needs to be okay. <laughs> you gotta tell me he's okay. <laughs> I, 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 I make no promises. Oh God. Uh, why couldn't it have been me? <laughs> but seriously, uh, it's good. I'm enjoying it. Read these books. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm just doing what I can to stay sane. I've been cooking a lot. Cool. Uh, I made a really good dinner tonight. Uh, I made uh, cheesy chicken Ooh. with sautéed mm. mushrooms, uh, roasted carrots, and homemade mashed potatoes. Okay. Yeah, it was good. It was good stuff. Nice, nice. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, you you mentioned. By the way, I just want to say this because I've been saying this all over Twitter and Facebook. You mentioned uh, the drive-through pharmacy, and I just want to say to all the to any grocery store workers, pharmacy mm-hmm. workers, um, delivery people, anyone like that, I appreciate you. You should all get freaking raises. You should all get freaking medals. Because we we would not be making be able to make it through this we would have the society would already have collapsed if you if you weren't doing your jobs and um yeah. I feel like they don't get appreciated enough. No, they don't. They don't. Like my local my local Wegmans. Yeah. Uh, just the best. I I mean I we're tipping delivery drivers more. I wish we could tip grocery store workers. I really do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just, it's just like I really like what my my our local Wegmans is like limiting people on mm-hmm. things. Yeah, which uh, they should have been doing that a while ago. But yeah, uh, but we were actually we were actually able to get eggs and butter. Nice, Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, uh, I I have a friend um, who works at a store in Connecticut, a grocery store. 
Hartford in Connecticut, the big, a big Y, and the crap she talks about that she gets from customers, even still, is yeah. just like, ugh. Yeah. Oh, my my mom, my mom is my uh, she works. She she's she was an, an assistant manager at a grocery store, and mm. like I call I called her the other day. I was like, listen, you just do you have mace on your pepper on your on your on your keychain? <laughs> like no joke. Yes. Like I've worked. Like I've had, I've I've been in the service industry. I've had customers follow me out to the car when they were angry. Oh my god! Yeah, it's uh, yeah. you know, it's I I just I don't trust I don't trust yeah. humanity. Yeah, guys, don't do that. Be human. Yeah. Anyway, folks, uh, you can find we can actually. So hang on, I'm doing this out of order. <laughs> I always do it out of order. Uh. Fran, let's plug some pluggables. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, um, you can find my book, which if you don't know about it, you must be new here, uh, Vigilant Through Shadows and Dreams, uh, uh, wherever fine ebooks are sold, and you can get a print version of it from uh, Drive Through Fiction. And uh, you can also, on Drive Through, find uh, our Scarred Lands calendar, which is very ha- handy if you don't already have a 25, uh, 25, uh, if you don't already have a, a uh, calendar for the Scarred Lands, because wow. Um, yeah. And uh, you can uh, also see me on uh, Plastic Age Plays on Twitch. Uh, playing in the wonderful Scarlands game run there by Travis Legg, uh, Myths and Matchmakers. And um, uh, finally, you can find me on uh, on uh, Twitter at Ronald Valor, and on Facebook as uh, well me. Okay, I will take it. Um, I have absolutely nothing to plug personally. Uh, as far as I know. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at Tip Transformed. And you can find me on Twitter at little underscore Lizzie 22. And you can find the podcast uh, at Transmissions. Now listen to how I spelled it because I spelled it wrong. <laughs> uh, it is at T-R-A-N-S. M-I-S-T-I-O-N-S. And we can be found on Facebook at Tabletop Transmissions, three lovely words. And we can be found on Podbean and iTunes and maybe other places eventually. Um, If you um, access us on iTunes, please leave a starred review of some kind because that helps us in their algorithm. And please feel free to leave comments questions complaints anything (laughs) at any of the the places we have mentioned because uh we would absolutely love to um do more uh listener comment or question episodes yeah uh yeah so yeah uh yeah Uh, (laughs) we're professionals we're professionals i'm so tired i'm sorry yeah it's been that kind of a week uh, anyway, please be safe. Take care of each other. Stay hydrated. Take your meds. Put your chairs in. Keep yourself socially distant. <laughs> look out for bears. Flatten that yeah. curve. Yep. Yeah. 
Please, I don't want to die. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, folks, we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye, folks.